Hello and welcome back to another edition of the K-Pop Rama Podcast. I'm your host, Skinonim, and then for today's episode, we are going to be reviewing a show that is in the top 10 of the hottest dramas on Netflix here in the United States, and it is a K-drama called All of Us Are Dead. Yes, this is a show that I've been hotly anticipating. I've literally done, like, other shows talking about this show specifically and man um i you know if you remember from those previous episodes i was you know a bit low-key worried that this show might end up flopping because you know there's always that fear whenever you're going into a show that is so hotly anticipated but man i i just finished watching the show and honestly i don't want to spoil anything yet in the intro but I have a lot to talk about with this show. But before we get into all of that, of course, if you like the podcast and you like what we do, don't forget to like and subscribe to the podcast on your favorite podcast platform. We're available on just about any podcast platform to think of. And for an Apple podcast, don't forget to subscribe to the five-star rating on the podcast. That helps it a lot. And also rate us on Spotify as well because you can do that now. So also rate us on Spotify if you listen to the podcast on Spotify. And last but not least, our social media will be in the podcast description below. Now, with all, be- all that being said, let's get into today's episode. Okay, so to start. So, just in case if you are new to the podcast, um, basically how I arrange these drama reviews is to basically split the podcast into two parts. One part is the non-spoiler section or the non-spoiler review of this drama. And after an ad break that you will probably hear later, we will go into full-on spoilers. So, you know, I I kind of made the the show format like this just in case if any of you listeners out there haven't exactly watch the drama yet or if you don't really want to get spoilers but you kind of want to know my thoughts about the show so i've made the show with that in mind so you know keep that in mind while you are listening to the show but anyway um to start off the non-spoiler review let's start off with a brief synopsis to all of us are dead so this drama is basically about a group of high school students who are trapped at Hyosan High School during a zombie outbreak. The students desperately try to avoid becoming zombies, all the while trying to escape their school at the same time. Now, just to provide some extra context as well, this show is based off a popular webtoon that was on Naver in Korea. Um, from what I've seen and read, this Webtoon is incredibly popular, so to see a webtoon basically be adapted into a drama like this is pretty significant. I mean, it it, it at least tells you that this sh- this webtoon is really really popular. And I have to say, just to start off with the good things about this show, um, you know, if if you've seen shows like Kingdom or even movies like Train to Busan, for example. Um, you would know that Korea has an infamous reputation at this point when it comes to the zombie genre. And this show has basically carried on the legend because it is everything that you would want in 
a zombie show. I mean, there is a genuine reason, really good reason, why this show is in the top five of American Netflix right now. And that's nuts, considering that this show has already been out for two weeks, I should say, like two weeks. Like, it's insane that this show is still as popular after like two weeks upon release. And it just tells you just how good this show is when it comes to everything zombies. And I think one big reason why this show in particular is so good is just the zombies, man. Like, you know, Korean zombies are something different, you know what I mean? Like, you know, like it, if you want to have a general idea of what they're like, um, think the Train to Busan zombies and just think of those zombies in this show because this is basically what you're gonna get and you know they're just really terrifying man like i think i think part of the reason why people are just so like enamored by this form of zombie that you see in these korean shows is you know i think there's just something so scary about a creature because, you know, at this point, the humans that are turned into zombies aren't really humans anymore, really. But, you know, like, it, there's just something so terrifying about something that wants to eat you that is literally running at you like an Olympic track athlete. Like, it, I think there's just something so terrifying about that. And add in the fact that these zombies in particular, at least in this show, are... You know, at least for a good portion of it, they're kind of hard to kill. Like, that, I think that this adds the horror factor to it. And it is brilliant. Because these kind of zombies in this show create action scenes that are just so intense. And also incredibly innovative as well. Um, it's, like, honestly, it, it is genuinely... A lot of the action scenes are just edge of your edge of your seat stuff at times like oh man like there are like genuine moments where you see the characters or the survivors trying to fight off zombies and trying to escape their school essentially in such creative and innovative ways because you know these zombies are like built different if you get what i mean and it it it, it just it, i mean at times like it it just left you in awe of just how insane some of these action sequences were and like I, I i feel like at this point i feel like i just need to give all of my props all my kudos to the creative team who worked on all of the action scenes in this show because they were just insane they were insane to watch and they were so intense and they were also so innovative too. Like I, I feel like out of all of the zombie shows that I've seen, at least in like the modern day ones, anyway. And you know, some other people might think, oh, maybe there's like other innovative ones out there. But for the sake of this show, like some of the ways that you see the action happen is just something genuinely so unique. And to add to all of that as well, like I feel like all of the scenes that happen. All of these action scenes this feel more intense than you would normally think that they, that they would be you know like i think that kind of comes down to how all of these scenes were shot because you know there were moments where you 
I guess with the way the camera is shot and the way it is placed like in between all the survivors and whatnot, like it it just made you feel like you were genuinely there. Like they literally like there, you know, like with the survivors trying to basically fight for their lives and trying to not get infected. And it you know, like I think one good comparison to this would be like like it, it it felt the scenes felt real at times to the point where you would feel like all of the zombie blood would even like would splash on your face because it just felt that intense and that real so you know in that aspect this show is fantastic um i think another thing that is really good about this show as well is the acting now i know I know because I've seen comments about this on, you know, the internet already about the show. But there, you know, has been criticism about some of the acting that we see in this show. Um, but I would like to rebuttal that and say that this show, well, I'll admit, this show, <laughs> the acting in the show isn't perfect by any means. But when you consider the fact that this drama consists, and mind you, I should say most of the main characters consists of rookie actors. Like that in of it, in of itself makes it really impressive, in my opinion. Because if you literally like look up all of the actors that are involved in this show, like all of the main cast that I'm like referring to, right? Like most of them, just just looking at their CV. It seems like most of them are either, you know, child actors or like former child actors or people who are seemingly just straight out of drama school because most of them are either in their early 20s or mid 20s. Like this is a very, very young cast. And I think when you consider all of those factors, I think it just makes the whole performance for everyone involved in the show really really impressive because it i guess to put it in a different way i guess even though this show was performed by rookie actors i certainly did not feel like they i was watching a rookie performance you get what i mean like it that's like the feeling that i got when i was watching the show and like i think <laughs> If you're able to pull off something like that, considering the amount of experience that you have, I think that in of itself is really impressive. And I think that I also need to give props to ultimately the director of this adaptation of the show because um, I I think I remember in an interview that I saw that I read online saying that he, the director of this adaptation, explicitly wanted to look for new up-and-coming actors for this show because he wanted to basically blood in new people into the industry which i which as a like a more general note i'm all for because let's be honest look actors gotta get their start somewhere and if it's something like this and they do well you know that that can only be a good thing for these young actors so in that regard like i feel like i need to give props to everyone who acted in this show because i feel like even if they weren't perfect. I think there is definitely potential in this ensemble, and I honestly look forward to seeing what they do in the future. I mean, like, 
I think for me, like, there's just, like, notable people that stand out, in, ter- in at least in this ensemble anyway. Um, um, I think people like Cho Ji-hyun, who I think the... Who, who is one of the uh, one of the more prominent um female actors in this group in the show um she i think her only other role that i've seen her in is basically um, she was basically an intern in hospital playlist which i mean it, in that show she she played a completely different character to what she is in here so the seer in this capacity was great um one of the other um, male actors um park solomon or I think that's his stage name, I believe. Correct me if I'm wrong, but he played one of the other male characters in Suhyuk. Um, he's actually in the po- the main poster for All of Us Are Dead. Actually, um, he's actually I I quite liked his acting as well. Um, he was really really good. And then there is uh Yoon Chan Young who played uh the main uh, male lead in Chongsang. And I feel like like all three of these actors specifically, I feel like they they performed their I really like the performance, and yeah, I mean, just and considering how everyone is so incredibly young, I think is, I think this speaks to the amount of ability that they have right now, and the amount of ability that they'll have in the future. So, you know, th- those things are just really, really good. Um, I think, uh, I think aside from that, though, um. I do want to touch on the plot a little bit. So, obviously, of course, um, I am not going to provide spoilers in this part. But I will say that outside of the, you know, the general zombie plot, and for the record, I should say that a lot of the things zombie-related that happens in this show are, you know, pretty standard when it comes to the zombie genre. And that's not a bad thing, per se. I'm just saying that it's things that have been done before and you see it again in this kind of show so that's really all i'm saying about that but i will say that for a zombie show there are a lot of other like contemporary social issues that come up in this show which is quite intriguing um it's obviously a critique of what is going on in korean society at the moment as it's very well at least from watching the show anyway it seems like things that are very very specifically korean issues um i think some of the issues that you'd see in this show are honestly they're they're arguably more disturbing than the zombies to be honest um but i'm glad that these issues were incorporated in a show like this because it just created another like dimension for this show if you get what i mean and i think it arguably enhanced the main zombie plot as well because you see these smaller issues pop up every so often in this show and it is created for something that was very dramatic very intriguing and this adrenaline rush pumped like it made me adrenaline rushed the whole time and it just all of these factors has created such a fantastic show so there's all of that um in terms of things that i think might be in might be issues um considering that you know this show is essentially a high school drama plus zombies um i will say that if you are someone that isn't exactly a fan of high school drama or like dramas or shows that like highlight high school drama um don't watch the show (laughs) like 
seriously, like, do not watch this show if you are not a fan of that kind of stuff, because it at times is often kind of the main highlights of this show, and you know this, and also in general, like, just due to the nature of the setting and whatnot, like you kind of expect those kind of things, and I understand for very good reason that while some people might enjoy watching high school drama, um, other people might burn their heads out by watching high school drama unfold on their screens. And to be honest, I don't really blame those people for it because, you know, this... (laughs) I, I guess I'm speaking for myself since I've been out of high school for like a few years now, but um, there's kind of a reason why you leave all of the drama in high school behind, if you get what I mean. Um, it's kind of because most of it was really embarrassing, cringe, and painful to look back on because a lot of it was really dumb, stupid, and it a lot of it at least some of it anyway, is down to just hormones and just you you're, as a teenager just not really understanding the gravity of your actions. Like, like those kind of things, when you look back at it, when you're much older, like it, it grates your head, like it burns your head out. So I, if you, if you are someone who is in that position, I totally understand if you want to skip the show. But if you do not mind that kind of thing, um, this show is right up your alley because a lot of the, you know, as I mentioned in the positives uh, about this show, um, the high school drama, I think, really integrates well with the zombie, you know, aspect of this show. And it just creates for a really, really intriguing drama. But as I've already mentioned already, it's something that won't be for everyone. So keep that in mind, um, just in case um, if you just cannot deal with dealing and watching um, high schoolers deal with high schooler shenanigans um, because it, 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 you know, as I've already mentioned already, there's a reason why you leave that behind in high school, if you get what I mean. But anyway, um, aside from that aspect in terms of story, um, I will say that the show, in terms of the pacing and how it is laid out, um, there are a few points where it does drag a little bit. Um, most of it is to do with the fact that they're trying to build up the lore of this universe that the show is, like, based off of, which I understand, but there are, there were moments where I felt, hmm, I kind of want to see something else happen. Can you, like, switch up a little bit? You know what I mean? Like, I had a few of those moments happen. Um, they weren't too bad, but they are things that should be noted. Um, I think also in terms of the plot, I will say that the plot at times, especially, I guess, halfway to like the very end of the show, it felt kind of repetitive, if you get what I mean. Um, I mean, just considering the fact that these kids are essentially trying to escape from their high school, um, the plot at some points do kind of get... It, you kind of see a very recognizable pattern where they are basically trying to get from point A to point B, and then after they get the point B, like, something happens, or, like, there's, like, some really dramatic moment, and then, you know, basically, they have to come up with a different way to escape from their current position, and then, you know, the cycle kind of resets itself, and that's kind of how a 
big portion of the show kind of is actually. And while that is fine, I mean, I I didn't have a problem with it personally. Um, I will say that for some people that might be a bit, that mm, it's kind of getting a little bit of a sick getting a bit samey if you get what i mean so there is that to keep in mind um i think this unfortunately does kind of lead me to believe um that this show despite how much i enjoyed it um this show might have been better off if they shaved off maybe one or two episodes to make it more like a 10 episode season instead of the 12 that we actually got um mostly due to these pacing issues that i've already mentioned and how there are some parts of the show where you know it kind of get a bit samey and it got repetitive at some point so maybe um this show might have been a little bit better if it were 8 to 10 episodes instead of the 12 but these really to be honest like these negatives that I'm talking about are rather kind of kind of minor nitpicks, at least from my perspective anyway, because this show, as is, even despite its flaws, because there are a lot of flaws, and I'll get to more of these flaws later on the show, um, I still think this show is brilliant for what it is. Um, it, it's exactly what you want in a zombie show. Um, you get... You get action drama gore um your daily dose or i guess your seasonal dose of characters in zombie shows losing half of their brain cells and doing really dumb decisions which happen a lot but you know that kind of happens with zombie films like this but at the end of the day this show is incredibly entertaining and considering it gets 12 episodes it's definitely something that you can binge on a weekend and you will have a great time. And you, I, I reckon that you could probably watch this with friends that aren't even remotely into K-dramas. And I think they'll generally enjoy it too because it has that entertainment value that I think anyone can enjoy. So, you know, there's all of that. But anyway, um, that concludes the spoiler-free review of All of Us Are Dead. Um, after this break that you are going to that we're gonna move to right now and um, we're gonna move into more spoiler related things about this drama so we'll be right back with um the spoiler part of this review after a quick commercial so be right back all right we're back so now let's get into the spoilers basically everything that i want to talk about with this show because there is a lot um i and i think to start off um, I think I we should probably address some of the issues that this show has because, you know, like I mentioned in the previous section of the show, um, while I do say that this show is rather entertaining and it's still good for the most part, um, there are issues that, you know, are things that you kind of need to highlight and mention. Um, I, I did kind of mention some of them already in the non-spoiler bit, but we will get into more um, story-related things that I had issues with because there were kind of a lot. So let's begin. So the first issue, which I think I feel like we just need to get this out of the way right now because I feel like this is something that, every, that everyone will talk about, is the amount of stupidly dumb decisions that the characters do in this show. Because there's a lot. 
<laughs> of dumb decisions that happen in this show. I mean, honestly, like, I'm looking at my notes here. Like, all even the examples that I have in this, in my notes, don't even highlight all of the other dumb decisions that have happened in the show. I mean, like, there, there's literally so many. Like, I mean, for, I mean, like, the first one I have on my list is literally the moment when Miss um, Park goes after Nyan after she basically loses her mind after getting outed for killing Gyeongsu in like arguably one of the most the cruelest ways I have ever seen in a zombie show like this and also might I add so unnecessarily cruel as well that was like mind-blowingly stupid like why on earth did Miss Park do that um she and then she got well she got zombified because of that too so there's that um there's other decisions like Chong Sang's mom like basically hiding successfully hiding for at least the first half of the episode and then the moment she enters the high school she mistakes one of i think it was gyeongsu i think like yeah yeah it was definitely gyeongsu's this zombified body as you know oh maybe like he's a friend he's a survivor and then she gets freaking nuked as well like oh my god like that that part was really dumb especially because i'm thinking like oh my god why is she so like like, look, don't get me wrong. Like, I understand why Chung Sang's mom is just so fixated on getting to the high school because she wants to make sure that her son's okay, right? But, like, it... Man, like, I, I think it's just the way that her her character just goes into just extremely tight and narrow tunnel vision. And it drove me insane when she, like, died. Because it's... I'm like... Wow, that that that's kind of like because when she got like zombified, I'm like, oh man, that that that's just a that's unfortunate and kind of a shame and a waste because she kind of died pointlessly. But anyway, um, I, I I'm not I'm not even like halfway on my list yet. But like, there's even there's like other moments that happen. I mean, I think one of the biggest ones, at least story wise, that drove me nuts. Like, this is, like, in the, I think in the last three episodes when, um, the crew is basically escaping from the main, um, high school building over to the locker, I think it was the gymnasium, I think, yeah, it, it was that moment when they're, like, using the rainstorm as cover to escape, um, there's a moment where, like, they're getting chased by zombies, right, and then, and then, like, I think, like, this, the group gets split up a little bit, and then, I think Jimin, um basically i don't know for whatever reason like the moment where like she sees zombies like coming at her she literally just freaks out loses her mind and just runs the other way leaving behind hyo hyorang by the way who was i if you remember she was the not she was the other girl with the pink sweater that wasn't nyan like she tripped and like you know, Jimin was kind of looking at her to see, oh, maybe I should help her. But then at the end of the day, she just panicked and like ran off into a different direction. And I'm like, what is she doing? I'm like, what the heck are you doing? But like, like it, it was such a dumb decision. And she inevitably became a zombie as well because she got surrounded and got freaking yoinked by the zombies too but you know i think i guess in her case i suppose like you could probably say she wasn't really in a good mental state anyway um i mean 
considering that she literally, like, through a, a drone camera, got to see her dead parents that are zombified in a car outside the school. I mean, like, that That in of itself was probably traumatizing, and she, she's not in her, you know, good state of mind at that point anyway, and I don't think she ever recovered from that, but still, like, the, the, the decision was so mind-bogglingly stupid. And then there's also the fact that, like, I don't know if I should really count this, really, but maybe this is kind of more of I guess I'm being a bit overly harsh here, but there's also the fact that like a majority of the main cast, um, outside of the other like subgroup, by the way, who you know the Archer group, and whatnot, um, a lot of them didn't really figure out how to properly kill the zombies, which kind of annoyed me to be honest. Like, it, I guess, I don't know. Maybe again, I feel like I'm being a bit harsh when it comes to something like this, but like, like. <laughs> I guess I'm more annoyed because, you know, this show kind of talks about and references pop culture, notably Train the Busan and this other this zombie films about how to kill zombies, yet they don't, like, try to do it when they're actually in hand-to-hand combat with the zombies. So, like, it, I don't know, that that part's weird, but, like, these, you know, these, these, like, things that I'm even highlighting are only, like, a small portion of, like, a lot of the other decisions that happen in the show that blew my mind in just how crazy and stupid that they were and you know and a lot of people i know from you know online forums and whatnot have commented on how stupid these decisions are at least in terms of what the characters do and you know i to be honest i agree that yes they're really really dumb but i will say just to make a case that while the decisions that some of the characters do is really dumb and really stupid, which they were. Um, I feel like considering, and this is gonna, I'm gonna take this into a more real life perspective now. Um, I feel like after going through literally two years of a pandemic, not, of course, not to the degree that the people in all of us are dead are going through, but considering the fact that i've literally had to watch two years of people making stupid irrational decisions during a time of great crisis aka pandemic like i i feel like i i don't really have a right to say anything when when i see characters in a similar situation in terms of a disaster do really dumb decisions because that's literally what happened in real life like i i guess if this show was airing in a time where this whole pandemic thing never happened, I would be bashing on this show. Arguably as hard as some people I've seen online saying, Wow, my God, why are these people doing so stupid decisions? Why is this? This is so dumb. This is so dumb. This is so dumb. But but I just, just after these past two years, like I feel like I can't really say anything anymore, really. And... Arguably, at this point, I feel like the show is oddly realistic in the way they portray people acting in a extraordinary situation like this. Because, yeah, it kind of makes sense now that people would act irrationally in some in a situation like this. Because, you know, they're 
you, you can't exactly be rational when you are terrified because you are in a genuinely life-threatening situation you know like and you know that's that's exactly what happens in the show and i feel like it it's not really something that you can really criticize really because we've literally watched people do the same exact thing in real life that and also as well i feel like i should add that you know especially considering that the cast like the characters in this show are high school students i mean like the decisions that they made are things that i could reasonably believe as well you know like it's and honestly like if if this was an actual situation i genuinely believe that this group of kids would not have survived like full stop i don't think they would have been able to like i think aside from the dumb decision that we do see um there there's a lot of rationality and honestly a lot of innovative and creative things that happen in order to that they did in order to survive and you know they they're they're not like completely stupid that's really all i'm saying really so you know there's there's that i just feel like because i i know i've literally been ranting about this for like 10 minutes but i feel like i need to to address it because you know that that's what a lot of people are saying but at the same time i i feel like i can't really argue against it you know but anyway that being said um what i will say about the story is that some of the writing and i've mentioned this in the non-spoiler bit but some characters in the way that they're written in the show were literally given no favors in this show like in terms of the writing and i'm not talking about the acting specifically i'm talking about the way the story wrote some of the characters in this show and I'm specifically talking about characters like Onjo, who, you know, is technically the main the main female lead in the show. And for a character who is supposed to be the main lead in this show, she I don't it's weird to say this. It genuinely feels weird to say this. But for at least half of the show, like up until like episode six or seven at least she genuinely felt more like a supporting character which is weird like like it, it, it just felt so strange because the way that her character interacted with the rest of the group like she just she she was like really passive and like i i guess if she weren't like a if she weren't like a main character i wouldn't really be complaining much because she she did her role rather well but when the male when the not the male but when the main lead like doesn't really like she doesn't really like grab the moment at the scruff of the neck like properly like properly like you know command the group up until like maybe like halfway through the show like that that felt really strange to me like it like honestly like i i feel like there were times where i genuinely felt that namra was actually the actual true female lead in this show because she had i feel like she had a lot of moments in this show like she she arguably stole the spotlight for onjo in a lot of ways and that's really weird to say too because again namra is technically 
supposed to be a supporting role. Like she's she's a supporting character in all this. Yet she she ended up kind of being the spotlight, which is weird. And and I don't really know why this is the case. Like don't get me wrong. Like I'm I'm really happy with the way like Namra's character like progresses in the show because I mean I for one like I know I've already commented on the way this ensemble acted, but um, Namra's actor in particular in show. Um, Yi Hyun, like she, she Ji Hyun, sorry, but like she, she did a phenomenal job with Namra. Like she was genuinely one of my favorite characters in the show, like, and that just speaks to how, how much you know, um, Ji Hyun was able to just bring this character to life and just put her in the spotlight. But at the end of the day, like I've already been saying, like it, <laughs> I feel like this kind of you know, compliment should be, you know, for Onjo's character, you know, but again, like, this could be a case of just, you know, the source material just be, like, specifically making um, Onjo's character like this, because, you know, you know, like, at, because, you know, I think it, it's really easy to forget, and I'm sure for a lot of people who are watching this on Netflix, they probably don't really know that this show was based on a webtoon, right? And, you know, I will admit in saying that I didn't really read the webtoon before watching this show, and I'm, I'm at this point, I'm kind of wondering to see if maybe you know, the uh, the directors and like the team that were in charge of making the show were just simply trying to follow the source material, and if that's the case, then well, well, it it, it just feels weird because because you know like. Onjo's character just felt flat at times, you know, but yeah, um, I think out of all of the characters, like in terms of story, like she, this, she and Onjo, like, I feel like she really got the short end of the stick in this regard because, like, it, I guess it's more to do with the fact that I think everyone else, especially in like the main group, like had their time to shine. Like everyone blossomed a lot in this show at some point in some way. And it everyone did a tremendous job. But I think I think specifically for characters like Onjo, like I just think she, her character just got hindered by just the way her character was written to begin with. And I and I I should emphasize in saying that I don't necessarily think that it's down to the act actor who played Anjo specifically like I don't think that's like entirely her fault that that's kind of how her character came out to be but you know it just felt strange you know but yeah um anyway um I think outside of those issues that I have with the story um there's also the plot issues like the uh, pacing issues of the plot um I, I know I've already mentioned this in earlier on in the non-spoiler bit but I feel like since I can actually say spoilers in here um I specifically said that I wanted this show I would I would have loved this show to be like an 8 to 10 episode drama instead of the 12 that we got because um you know like I mentioned in the non-spoiler bit like the middle definitely dragged like it dragged a little bit too much for me and look I I understand that those episodes were kind of dedicated to 
I guess they were more focused on building up the characters and the lore, which I I found intriguing. But at the same time, like I think when you compare it with like the rest of the things that happened in the show, it definitely is more of it. It, it kind of showed like the weak spot of this show, if you get what I mean. And I think. Part of the reason why I feel this way as well is also the fact that there is also this dedication to specific subplots that I feel like didn't exactly go anywhere, if you get what I mean. Um, notably, I I think one big guilty party, I, I mean, I, I feel like really cruel to like the art, the actors that played this subplot particularly, but in this particular part of the show, they kind of have this storyline with the detective and the cop from Hyosan um, police station. Um, specifically, this is the detective who was interrogating um, Byung-chang, who was the science teacher, like earlier on in the show. But like, I, I, I really liked like his role in basically kind of discovering like the virus and you know Byung-chang's motives and whatnot. But like, the, the, there's kind of a point where like he's also stuck. In ironically, Chong Sung's um, family's um, chicken place, and like, there's just a, there's this like a storyline that goes on where like the detective and like a surviving cop is trying to like escape the city, but it's like it, like in terms of the way it's shot and the way like the music is set in this particular storyline, it's like the complete opposite of what. The rest of the drama actually is and what i mean by that is like it's it feels very comedy like like it feels more like something that you would find in a detective comedy as opposed to a zombie drama which i guess this kind of opens up to my a more general like critique of this show is like the way it kind of handles humor if that makes sense like i like I don't get me wrong like for the most part I actually quite enjoyed the humor that happens in the show because it like especially like all of the teenage humor as well like it borders on black comedy and like gallows humor which I think is rather appropriate for something like this by the way like I think most of that was fine and it suited the mood of the show but there's also other elements where you know like I already mentioned already like they have this subplot with the detective and that cop and there's literally a moment like in the middle of the season where they they're trying to escape Hyosan from the zombies and like they like we cu literally cut to like a Benny Hill-esque like montage where they're like literally running around and they have like this comedic music in the background I'm like huh <laughs> I'm like what wait wait, wait 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 I thought this was supposed to be like a like semi-serious like show where like it, it's supposed to be a more serious tone and then like there's like elements where like these kind of crazy shenanigans happen i'm like okay I'm, I'm kind of confused why this is a thing but here we are but and like that i think out of all of the things that i have like all of the issues that i have with the plot like this particular issue is something i kind of kind of grind in my gears a little bit personally and that's saying a lot because for the most part, I feel like even if this show isn't like perfect in terms of plot, I still think that this particular element, like in terms of the way like the scenes flip flop in between like different emotions, like so like 
so directly and so like abruptly like it it kind of like took me out of it for a little bit but you know again like i feel like i just need to expand on why i feel like you know i maybe the show should have been cut by a couple episodes so hopefully that kind of gave you a more detailed explanation as to why i felt that way but moving on to another another thing that i feel like this show does really well um and it's the contemporary social issues that we see in this show now i know in the non-spoiler bit we kind of touched upon this a little bit but you know like i already mentioned earlier on um i arguably think that this the the social issues that we see in this show are arguably more disturbing and terrifying than the actual zombies and i will tell and and that's for a lot of reasons um i think in terms of contemporary issues i feel like we have definitely got all the hits in this show um we literally have the problem big prevalent problem of school violence and bullying and we see that with um the main antagonist in guinam aka the zombie that doesn't die no matter how many times you throw him off a building who you know in the beginning like even before all of the zombie stuff happened like he he was basically bullying unji to a how should i say this like, like a very degrading and humiliating degree like you know there was a point where you know like guinam was basically you know blackmailing other students to basically you know take picture of unji nude and like you know she was guinam was basically using that as a way to blackmail people unji specifically so she could she he could basically do whatever he wants with her which is you know obviously incredibly messed up but you know it's something that you know is probably an issue if it's something that is brought up in something like this um another thing that they bring up is you know the issue of teen suicide you know like there's literally a moment like in the beginning where unji was literally about she was like literally ready to jump off the building and just kill herself you know um again it, it it's a very sad thing and it arguably um is something that is more depressing than the whole zombie thing too because the whole thing with unji just being so this disgrace and humiliated by the fact that guinan basically has nudes of her on his phone like it it pushes her to to like a whole different level of madness and it arguably is kind of response kind of part of the reason why she even survived like post zombie like after she got bit by um by a zombies too because she you know she eventually becomes one of the hybrids that we eventually see so you know there's that too um which we'll get into later but you know i think another issue that we see is definitely like issues of social inequality because that's literally the catalyst of the whole like conflict between gyeongsu and nayeon at least early on in the show and that that parts that this issue especially grinded on my gears because it it is so like incredibly cruel and petty to see what nyan did and the way that she was just so persistent in the way that she just despised gyeongsu for being essentially someone who is on welfare who is poor aka poor is that 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 genuinely did piss me off like i'm not gonna lie that genuinely did piss me off and it 
I mean that these three issues like don't even like like mention all of the other like social issues that this show like touches upon too. So you know, there's all of that, um, and I think also in general as well. Like I feel like this is also another thing that's important to highlight when you know for, for this show when it comes to you know highlighting on contemporary issues. But I I've read a few articles actually like, saying that people felt reminded of recent Korean history as well, which I found really interesting. Um, particularly, um, one article I found um, had an article basically saying that, you know, all of us are dead for some people kind of reminded them of the Sewol um, ferry disaster that happened a few years ago. And I I didn't really think about that, but it, this, but like, like just reflecting on the show, it, it it makes so much sense because it if you don't know um i highly recommend you go look like look up like what happened with that disaster specifically because there's tons of stuff that you can find online but it was basically a disaster that was because of gross incompetence and i guess a i guess a motivation by people in power basically to be more focused on protecting their self-image as opposed to actually doing their job and as we see in the show um i think this is i guess in a way it's kind of highlighted in the way um hyosun high's high school's um staff especially their principal might i add like acts in this whole situation because they they act like people who like genuinely don't really care for the welfare of their students and they're more concerned about the image of their school as opposed to you know the actual welfare of their their students which is really messed up and it it kind of sets the scene for how all the zombie shenanigans happens as well so you know there's all of that but i think another you know, reference to recent Korean history that I feel like I, I should highlight, to be honest, is just the presence of the military doing martial law in Hyosan. Because, you know, if you know your Korean history, your recent Korean history, you would know that, you know, it wasn't a very long time ago that Korea, South Korea specifically, was under a military dictatorship. And, you know, there's a lot of movies, you know, talking about this too. And, you know, oftentimes, you know, Korea would essentially be under martial law by this government, this military base slash run government. And it, I think, you know, I, I can imagine for especially people who lived through that time in Korean history, like they probably were, you know, even if, like what like regardless of whether or not the decision by the military to do what they did in this show was right or wrong like i, I just can't help but feel that people watching this show probably you know were triggered by that fact like by the fact that martial law was like willing was so willingly like to be used like this like it i think it probably struck a chord with a lot of people in that regard so i just feel like you know all of these things are just so interesting to see in something like this and it again like i mentioned in the uh, spo non-spoiler part like it just made the show just so it, it like way more dimensional like it, it just brought the story 
more life. I mean, just just in general, just really interesting to see how all of these genuine issues let's equate to just the chaos that you see happening in this show. So, you know, there's all of that. But I think regardless of how all of these like contemporary issues just create the maelstrom of chaos that you see in this show, um, I think outside of those things, right? Like, I think this show does a really good job in showing how humans, people in general, can bond in the most craziest of situations, if you get what I mean. Like, I think when you think about it, right? Like, I think it's genuinely something really special to see, to see all of these high school students basically working together and also, you know, they end up becoming genuine friends during this whole ordeal because, you know, obviously like they have to work together and whatnot. But, you know, I, I think it's something that has to be highlighted because let's be totally honest, right? Like if you look at this from a wider lens and say if this situation never happened whatsoever, like these kids would never interact with each other like this in normal circumstances like that would just never happen like i'm sure all of you listeners out there know especially if you've been through high school or if you're in high school right now that you know there are cliques there's a social hierarchy in high school and you know because of that there's reasons why you hang out with your people you know what i mean like you you don't Unless, of course, you're forced to, you don't exactly go up to other people and meet them because there's, like, reasons why you don't do that. And that ultimately kind of comes down to perceptions, stereotypes, prejudices that people just have for each other. And you see that in high school because that happens a lot. And I'm sure all of us are kind of guilty of that in some way, shape, or form because that that happens. Like, it it happens, you know? Like, it, it's... It's just something that just is. And that is definitely the case in this universe that this show is in, you know? And it, I think really what I'm saying is like, like just seeing these social hierarchies as being broken, albeit because of a extraordinary situation, is something just genuinely heartwarming to see. Because, you know, just through this whole experience, through the friendship that these students have for each other, like they've, They've grown a lot, actually, when you think about it in terms throughout the entire show, you know, like they I think at the end, like at the very end by episode 12, like I feel like most of the survivors, you know, they they understand each other better, you know, like they they see each other as like genuine friends and they, you know, they actually like their company. You know, like even despite all of the differences that they might have or like different interests or different personalities, like sure, maybe they might butt heads at some things, but they at the end of the day, just because of this whole experience, they, they, I think they genuinely like really care about each other. I think that's something really, really heartwarming to see in a way because they're, I guess, to put it in a different way, like in they are at by the end of the show, most of the survivors, most of the high school kids are friends and not frenemies that they were probably 
like at the beginning of this show and then and probably like before all of this chaos actually happens you know because you know all of these like perceptions all of these prejudices have been broken down and kicked out and thrown out a window so you know there's all of that and i think this bond as well i think i think just to add on to my previous point like i think it also just this enhances the way the show projects and shows the sense of loss and grief because you know i think because you know as we see in the show like not all of the students make it and i think for especially for specific students like people that i think of that fall in this category are people like gyeongsu or um other characters like him and like the other the other characters that didn't make it like they like when they die and when they turn it just feels well whether or not you yourself as an audience member feel devastated is a whole other different thing but you definitely feel the devastation that the other characters feel whenever someone dies then i think again this comes down to the brilliant acting performances that everyone had because it they did such a brilliant job in showing grief mental trauma in such chaotic circumstances and like let's be honest like again like i, I i've probably mentioned it already but you know it 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 felt real like it like the trauma and like the pain that they felt felt real it felt something that that like you could say like hey like you know this isn't happening to me but i could totally relate to the things that are happening in the show and the pain that these people are going through so you know it again it 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 comes down to the brilliant acting performances of the actors that who can you know who can like they can basically create this feeling of friendship and bond bondhood and this genuine brother slash sisterhood and it it creates for something special and it it i guess it hits different whenever one of them dies or someone like gets harmed in some way shape or form now admittedly i will say even despite all of this i will say that maybe this this isn't really necessarily the actor's part per se but i feel like maybe some people might not particularly have that connection with the characters because well to put it bluntly the the writing wasn't as good for for some things and maybe it probably didn't really make people care about the people in the show as compared to other zombie films slash shows like train to busan or kingdom so you know there is that aspect as well but i think in general like i think the show does a really good job in showing the friendship that the main cast has and you know the struggles the highs and lows like they do a really good job in showing that in a way that you would realistically feel like hey like that this is totally something that a teenager would do and go through so you know there's all of that but i think if there's anything else to say about this show um i guess we could probably talk about the potential of a season two of this show now just based on the ending right um it's obvious that they kept it open-ended on purpose um <laughs> i mean there's literally a whole other story that we can go into where you know namra and the survivors are basically gonna have to encounter all of the hybrids that are still alive in hyosan and 
I think that in and of itself is really interesting, and I would love to see that if a season two does happen. Um, mainly to do with the fact that um, Chung Sang, well, we we don't really know if he's alive or dead or not, and I think the fact that his death is left ambiguous is done on purpose as well. Um, if we literally have a whole season just based on that, I'm watching that season whenever it comes out because I want to know what happens to his character because he, again, like he, there's a lot of mystery there and also in general as well. Like there's just a lot of lore and a lot of story to flesh out too. Um, I know I'm saying flesh because you know zombies and all that, but still, like, like you get what I mean, right? Like there's oh, there's still a lot of potential to be had here. Like I think I I didn't even talk about um. I didn't even talk about Byung-chang as well. Like, if you remember, he's the science teacher, right? Like, he... Like, it... it I guess this put it one way. It's weird to see him have such a prominent role in the season. Like, he... You know, his vlogs literally are seen throughout the entire show, right? But, like, it's weird to see him get infected at the police station when it gets attacked. And then it... He, he kind of just walks away... And doesn't really have an actual appearance in the show again. But it's clearly obvious at this point, considering we know that the hybrid thing is a thing, that he, you know, he's a hybrid, you know? Like, he he is a zombie hybrid. And I don't really know what will happen to his character. Because he could genuinely be the antagonist for, you know, season two if it becomes a thing. Because there's still a lot going on with his character because he's... I mean, probably the reason why he's even a hybrid to begin with is because of his pure anger against the world and society for harming his his family, his son, you know? Like, that that's kind of the reason why he even created this whole virus to begin with, you know? But, you know, it it there's still a lot of potential there, and I'm interested to see if they decide to pursue that in the future, um, as there's a lot of potential there. So, you know, it... It'll, again, like it, it'll be really interesting to see if Netflix decides to go through with a, another season of this show because um, I think at this point, um, I'm not sure if they've run out of source material for the actual webtoon to base like a, a potential like second season off of. But if not, I mean, like there's definitely room to create an intriguing story just based on what we already have with this show already. So. You know, it'll be interesting to see where this goes. Um, so, yeah, um, I think other than that, um, that's about it for my thoughts on this drama in All of Us Are Dead. Um, obviously, if you've made it this far, um, you can, you probably know already that I had a lot to say, considering I've, I've, I've gotten past an hour of recording. But you know, uh, hopefully, you guys enjoyed this show because i definitely enjoyed it because the spoiler part of this show has literally been like 40 minutes long so you know let me know what you guys think about this show in the comments on our social media because i would love to see what you guys thought about um the show and also my thoughts about the show as well because i'm i'm actually really eager to see what you guys think as well because you know th even despite my viewpoint i know like this show is kind of controversial in a lot of ways so um i'm eager to see what you guys think about this show 
But aside from that, um, wherever you are in this gigantic world of ours, thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the K-Pop-Rama Podcast. I really hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode and be sure to tune in to another episode next week. But until then, this is Gian from the K-Pop-Rama Podcast signing off. Take care and have a brilliant weekend, everybody. Or at least your Sunday, anyway, since this is going to be out on Saturday. But anyway, see you guys. Um, adios. Bye-bye. See you guys next Friday. Aloha. Bye-bye. See you.